even when I'm down. Got my head in the clouds and my feet on the ground. I got big dreams. Yes, we've got big dreams here in the Genius Lab. I am so glad that you're here today, and I am excited about this particular uh, podcast. So I've been working with a lot of people lately with the uh, tactical resilience process and the emotional management, uh, the most emotional managing process. And uh, it has been so exciting. Some of our uh, uh, initial information is coming out from the uh, clinical study that we're doing, and it is really, really exciting. Um, today's podcast is called Have No Fear, okay? And the thing that I've noticed is that, especially with um, people, things, I don't know about where you are, but where I am, things are starting to, starting to loosen up. Uh, businesses are starting to go back to their... Um, Location. So a lot of people have been working at home. Uh, I have some friends that are in the investment banking business and, and they're now being called back to their offices. And there's some anxiety about going back into these places, into these buildings, into this close proximity. And uh, people are feeling anxious and they're feeling, they're feeling uncertain. And um, some of them quite significantly, like waking up in the middle of the night uh, with anxiety attacks and uh, really, really f feeling messed up. One of the things that I find is that it, part of it, of course, is influenced by the uh, pandemic and, and this current situation that we're in. But what I'm finding as we do the work is that, for example, let's say someone's having a panic attack and they're waking up at four o'clock in the morning feeling like their heart is going to pound out of their chest. Uh, they, they don't, they're like, I don't know what I, what triggered it. I just all of a sudden like felt like I was completely encased in terror. And, uh, so, you know, when we talk, they're like, well, you know, I think it's the pandemic and I've got to go back to my office and I'm really worried about the environment, blah, 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 blah. So, so what we do is, is we initiate, uh, that would be an emotional reaction. And so we look at the uh, EMP uh, and, and we do that work and we go back in the timeline and I ask them, you know, so when was the first time that you can remember feeling anxious? And it's so funny because not one person so far has said the first time I felt anxious was last March when we shut down. It was like when I was five years old, I remember my dad getting really mad and he threw something at the wall. And I remember feeling this terror, terrible anxiety about, you know, what if I do something that creates that kind of response from him? Oh, so our four o'clock in the morning anxiety attack is not just about going back to work in the potentially unsafe condition. It's about unsafe conditions. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's really exciting because then what happens is we clear that past thing. And then, you know, so that was back when you were four or five years old, whatever that was. And then, um, and then, well, when did it happen again? Oh, well, you know, actually I used to have this teacher that used to go crazy and she would start screaming and she would throw books and, oh, okay, so let's clear that. And then so on and so forth. We go through the timeline when we get back to today, 
you're dealing with the anxiety of a single situation instead of the 50 situations that happened in your lifetime. And, you know, it's kind of like taking a walk with 100 pounds of gear in a pack. If you take 99 pounds of that gear out, it's way easier to walk. You can walk faster, more confidently, better with less pain. You can travel, you can cover more ground more efficiently. And most of us have no idea the garbage that we've got that we're carrying with us um, that is creating or assisting in, in creating the responses that we have today. I was dealing with one, uh, one man who uh, lacked confidence. He's like, man, you know, I used to like, you know, I was like the Midas touch. Everything I touched turned to gold. You know, I, I couldn't be, I couldn't make a mistake. And, and I loved it and I had so much fun and it was so fun bringing my friends in onto these business ventures and making things happen. And, you know, I don't know what happened, but now all of a sudden I'm doubting myself. I'm criticizing myself. Um, I'm such an idiot, which of course right there is self-deprecation. And, uh, <laughs> and then we started talking about, you know, low self-esteem, self-doubt. Um, these are things that aren't necessarily associated with one particular incident, but they're cumulative. Over time, you know, you make a mistake, you feel guilty, you feel bad, a little bit bad. And then, then something else happens, and then you really start to doubt yourself, and then you don't move in so confidently, and then, and then that becomes your pattern, and then you start thinking, you know, when new opportunities come, you think of how they can go wrong, not how they can go right. And, and as, the, as this shift happens, basically what happens, you lower the bar uh, to where you then, the next step after that is you start to give up on your dreams. And then when you give up on your dreams, um, it's easier to give up on life. So have no fear. What I know is that the tactical resilience process and the emotions management process can shift the patterns that have taken over your mind that are creating distress, that are creating anxiety, that are preventing you from rising to the desired outcomes that you've had. I know for myself, before, before I started this process, I was in a real downward swing. Uh, I had a very successful coaching uh, business. Um, I had a, a sound therapy uh, that I developed back in 2000, or late 90s, and, and launched it in, in the year 2000. I had been on the road for you know, several hundred days a year for 10 years. Things were rocking and rolling. And then, and then all of a sudden, like, I don't know what happened things just started to, they didn't fall apart because everybody that I, you know, people that I worked on, I had a tremendous success rate. It's just like people didn't want it anymore. And that caused me to doubt myself. And then that caused me to want, not want to try anything else because what if I go through the horrific disappointment that I went through with, hey, see where it goes? And, and really what happened is that Things just ebb and flow. Energy ebbs and flows. And the thing is, if you stay at that high rate of speed consist continuously, I'll be honest with you, after 10 years of 300 days a year on the road, I was ready to slow down a little bit. And it worked out perfect, perfectly. Now, 
I'm ready to get back going again. And so what has happened is the resources that have come into my, into my uh, being to be able to first help myself because the, it, all you guys know me and it, it, those of you who know me, let's say this because I love having new people come into the podcast and into the community. Those of you who know me know that I always try any new idea I have, I try on myself first before I work on it with clients. When I created uh, um, sound attunement therapy, I worked on myself for six months using different protocols until I found the one that worked best. And then I used it on some very critical aspects of my own life before I started working on other people. And uh, it has been a very, very successful modality, continues today. But what has come into my, into my reach now is this tactical resilience process and emotional managing process. And the thing that's so awesome about this is number one, uh, I've said this before and I'll say it again because it's the, it's the key to the whole deal, right? It is content free. This is not a process where we jack you up and get you all, all, all anxiety full and then we unravel it. No, during this process, you stay absolutely and completely calm because what we're doing is we're rewiring your neurological pathways to process a memory differently than the way that causes anxiety, problematic behavior, negative thoughts, self-destructive uh, action. Okay? <laughs> and what's so cool is once you, like, think about it this way. Psychologically for years, post-traumatic stress or stress uh, uh, after a traumatic episode, okay, has been listed as a psychological disorder. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no disorder about being messed up after a traumatic event. That seems like a very normal thing. What's happening now in cutting-edge uh, neuropsychology is that they're looking at post-traumatic stress as a neurological injury, okay? It's like, it's like if, you, if you're a skier and you break your leg, you have an injury. You can't ski for a while, you're messed up, your life is affected, but it heals, and once it's healed, you can get back to normal, okay? It's the same thing with post-traumatic stress. You, when you have a traumatic event, you have incurred an injury. And the idea is not to treat a psychological disorder forever and ever and ever and give you a bunch of drugs and mess you up. This is, you need to be healed of this injury, okay? And what's so cool is that you can be, okay? This is a process that, and I'm talking about like quickly, so the, the, the process that we use uh, is called tactical resilience process when it's about, a, uh, about a, a, a traumatic episode, which is a thing like somebody said, well, do you, which one do you use? Do you use the emotional management or do you use the, the trauma treatment for someone who's afraid to go out at night because they're afraid of the boogeyman? I said, well, why are they afraid of the boogeyman? Well, I don't know. Okay, so that would be an, an emotional response that we would work with in clearing and managing that emotion. And there's a whole process to this that 
almost instantaneously shifts uh, the emotional state, which is really exciting. Then I then they said, well, how about if they're afraid to go outside at night because they're afraid of the boogeyman because when they were 10 years old, their dad hid behind a tree, jumped out, and scared the crap out of them. That's a traumatic event, which is an entirely different process, which is a, a tactical resilience process. So there's a, there's a specific treatment for each thing. Sometimes negative emotions are cumulative, and they're not necessarily tied to one traumatic event. In that case, we have a way to deal with it. And what we do is we deal with the emotion itself. Now, sometimes by getting into that emotion, it reveals a trauma. So someone talks about, well, I don't know why I always get mad because of blah, 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 blah. And, and I don't know why I always feel like I'm the underdog and blah, 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 blah. And why I get angry when I'm not picked for something or if I don't get a promotion, I really get pissed off and you know, so on and so forth. And so we start working on the emotion. And then what comes up is, oh, when you were in third grade, the most popular kid who didn't do as well as you did got picked instead of you, and it really hurt your feelings because you know you deserved to get the award, and, and you didn't because someone else was more popular, and, and there was injustice there, and that pissed you off. And so actually, then that's the traumatic event that we clear. So we clear the emotions first, that reveals the trauma, then we clear the trauma. This is exciting stuff. So the bottom line of all of it is if you have have lost self-confidence if you feel like like you're just not the same old happy Midas touch person that you were and you're ready to clear the negative emotions that are holding you back the self-doubt the self-criticism the self-deprecation the the however you deal with it okay settling for less knock that off <laughs> let's get you back to the confident golden touch, enthusiastic, inspiring person that you truly are. Let's take the emotional scars from the past and get them back and heal them. And we'll go back and, and correct that, uh, the response, heal you of the injury and get you back like the skiing illustration, get you back on the slopes skiing the moguls, racing down the hill, whatever it is for you, okay? And uh, the thing that's interesting is once we clear that, once we clear the emotions and once we clear the trauma, we can get down to working with the issues if you want to continue, you know, the, the, the relationship problems that this particular response has created. When you're working from a place of power and a place of being healed, you respond to current issues way differently. So let's get you cleared up. Let's clear the trauma without the drama. Let's clear the emotions, the negative emotions that are holding you back, which is like taking the, taking the weight out of your backpack. And let's get you on, on a, a, a level playing field so that the things that you want to create, the things you want to save that are falling apart, the things that you want to build that have only been dreams up until now, can come true and can come into fruition, okay? Easy way to do it, contact me, toby at tobychristensen.com. Let's schedule your first appointment. Usually three sessions will clear up to level 10 trauma.
If you've got not much going on, hey, session or two will often will often do it. But I always recommend three sessions just to make sure we get all the trauma and all the emotional disruption. Let's work together, Toby, at tobychristensen.com. And we'll keep you looking up. 